Sarah, you are so pretty. Aw, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for being pretty. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> thank my it. mom. All the stuff's in balance. Uh, <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, it's party time, Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show, the final episode of 2022. We're heading into 2023. Wow. Sounds like a science fiction movie. Heading into 2023. Uh, that, does that not just make you feel exhausted in itself just hearing that? It's like, <laughs> think about all of the things that 2022 brought us and yeah. 2021 and 2020. It's like, yeah. wait. I was praying this morning. I told the Lord, I don't want to be your special warrior. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Find someone else, please, this year. You know, God, God likes to keep those challenges for his special warriors. Yeah, yeah. I'm good without it. I mean, I, we can pass the torch to someone else for yeah. a little bit. Okay, with a little tranquility. Yeah. yeah, the puppet master Mark driving us into the nether regions of all things insanity, sitting over there by himself. You're looking kind of science fiction over there, Mark, with all that, with that, all those lights glow coming off of that yeah. thing. Yeah, and a super Chris Cruz is somewhere quiet quitting. Uh, we don't know where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> Conspicuously absent. <laughs> super Chris Cruz. Couldn't That's a thing. The, couldn't get to the studio because somewhere in the Dallas Fort Worth metroplex there was a tornado. Someone hit my car. I don't know why I want to do some Pakistani voice when I do Chris. But anyway, I whatever. Are you staying put for Christmas? We are traveling to my parents, which is two hours away by car. Yeah. So not a not yeah. a big I mean I say not a big deal. Like it's a problem with a toddler and another kid and two dogs, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. I don't like I don't like traveling over the holidays. I hate it. Yeah, I think, well, I think what I'm going to do, so I, you know, I've got the show this weekend in Greenville, South Carolina, Friday, Saturday night, Comedy Zone, be there, watch chad.com for all the fun stuff is, and uh, then Arlington, Texas at Arlington Music Hall on the 21st, we've got some special guests coming in there, uh, my buddy Justin Bilton is going to, I think, I, oh, I forgot to call him yesterday, uh, <laughs> Justin Bilton, and he's the bass player for Three Doors Down, Oh, he comes every year, he was there last yeah, year, yeah, he was there last it's, year, uh, yeah. uh, he's, he'll jump on stage, do a couple songs, and then, um, Sarah Hobbs is going to be there. I think CJ is going to come up. You're going to come. You're going to be there. Mm-hmm. We'll have a good time. Yeah. No telling who's going to show up. Some special guests. Some surprises. I'll, I'll be surprised as well. I have. I was yeah. just. Um, I know I'm coming. You're coming. That's all I know. Uh, oh and gosh. then I. Um, yeah, and then on the thirtieth, I'm going to be in College Station, and on the first, I'm be in Canyon Lake. But I think in between there, like maybe the day after Christmas or something like that, I might jump on a plane. I might go to Key West or something. Really? Yeah. Might go down to Key West and see what they what they're doing. Wow, down there, I'm gonna go somewhere. Yeah, you well, you need to. And I'm not interested in going anywhere cold. So yeah, you yeah. deserve it. I might go down to. Well, it, I'll be down in Florida. Of course, you'll probably be back by then. Are you going to the TPUSA thing? Oh no, no, I'm not going to that. <laughs> no, 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 F them kids. Yeah, no, uh, I just it didn't. I don't. Again, I, like I love, I support what TPUSA is doing, but they always schedule this big it's event. It's the week of Christmas. Yeah, I'm like, I got, I got kids. I got too much to do. I can't, yeah. I can't be gallivanting around, you know, doing that. So, um, no, but I'll be in Florida for the uh, DeSantis inauguration. Oh, that's right. So, um, yeah, well, it, governor, governors get inaugurated. They do. And so they're having, a, you know, some special events and yeah. they asked me to, to come down and... Look hey, Chad, I so, sent you a text. This is why I'm late. Did you know there's, it, a, there's a camel 
virus now because of the World Cup? Camel flu. That's racist. Did, did, you, did you see that? Yeah, like, that's what everybody's talking about. Because of the right uh, World Cup at Qatar. Are they still playing that silly game? No, they're done, but now because of that, they have like up 35% of camel flu. It's, it's called got a coughing and diarrhea as symptoms of the potentially deadly infection for which there is no vaccine. See, now I love how now everything is yep. there's no vaccine because they want to throw out the vaccine is, is that word is the thing that's going to end all epidemics and pandemics and syndromes and it's fascinating to me that people think that that would be a good thing to have yeah. a vaccine for everything like they don't understand that your body's immune system was designed to constantly be tested and fight stuff off right they don't understand the ramifications on people's bodies to not have that oh, oh and also to be injected with a bunch of you know, yeah. cocktails of god knows what so um um i'm going to show you this it which is let me just show you what, what it just made right here. And it's on the site. Prosecute Fauci. You did it. Prosecute Fauci. Wow. Right there. Prosecute Fauci. I love it. Uh, we're going to put that on realwomensclub.com. Yes. Yeah. I love it. So realwomensclub.com is where we're going to put that. Prosecute Fauci. But can't talk about those things. Uh, but I can tell you to go to chatonblaze.com and get your... Uh, Big Nick Energy. You, you, you're going to have to hustle, though, because if you want these things delivered by Christmas, mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and put that order in now and use promo code CHAD20 at chatonblaze.com. Promo code CHAD20. And that's site-wide. So even if you buy Stu's stupid crap, you can still use CHAD20 as a promo code. It'll save 20% on everything you buy. But Big Nick Energy. I'm in love with the art. I love that. On, it, it is really sharp. I'm I'm looking at it, even the shirt, and I was like, yeah. I think I'm going to go there and yeah. go get it and use Chad 20 as well. <laughs> I think you should. Uh, I don't even know. I, I, I don't. I, we're going to have to talk to Rob Eno to see kind of like where this competition's at, this merch war. I hope mine is at zero. <laughs> <laughs> you are such a counterpuncher. I, I love are, it. Well, I already said I'm, I'm throwing all my support Plus to Chad. you don't make any money. Yeah. I would rather you got a weird contract here <laughs> we're indentured just give it basically, yeah, at this yeah point. basically just give it all to Chad but camel flu camel flu I'm uh, I don't want that you know I don't want anything I hope everybody stays safe and healthy over the holidays um, last year the day after Christmas I came down with a little flu something but I was also staying in a tent at the time you remember that I do remember you know, that was my tent phase when I was just <laughs> everywhere I went I was just pitching a tent and just staying in a tent. So I just went out to the lake. I spent Christmas in a tent last yeah, year. Yeah, and I was so confused. I was like, wait, where are you? And it's like right by a house. Yeah. You're just in a tent. Yeah. I was like, but why? I'm an odd dude. <laughs> you really I really, are. I'm kind of like, if anybody that's ever gone with me, travel with me, like I just do my thing. Yeah. Whatever my vibe is that day <laughs> is what I do, you know? And I spent my life, I spent a lot of my life stressing, worrying what, about what everybody else thinks. And I just don't. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, that's a, that's a great headspace to be in. I guess. You're, you're just weird. <laughs> I am. I do weird things. But I find weird things to be entertaining and fun. Yeah. Like staying in a tent through Christmas. <laughs> but then again, I stayed in a tent for a long time with like whatever. It's like I'm practicing for the apocalypse. At I this guess. Point. I don't know. Uh, I, I, uh, I, you know, do you enjoy Christmas? Do you enjoy no. this? Time? Yeah, me either. It's no. like not a big thing. No. Um, you know, my first wife and she and my the mother of my children. Um, for those of you who are wondering, I, I have 
four children from one woman, mm-hmm. my first wife, and uh, um, biological children. Right. And uh, she's somewhat of a hoarder. She doesn't throw things away. Yeah, I can't do that. She and I get along okay now, but then again, we also don't have to deal with each other on a daily basis, but we can communicate. Yeah. And uh, we're fine. We're adults. And so she uh, likes Christmas. She has every Christmas decoration that every ancestor of hers ever owned. I can't. I can't. Doilies. Uh uh. Places where you put your hot pots, whatever you call those things, (laughs) you know, your pot mats. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And it's like Santa Claus vomited on the house. Yeah, I can't it's, do that. Yeah. I it was just enough for me. We just did the border of the house in the Christmas lights, nothing major. Of course, my the house next to me, they're like the overachievers of the neighborhood, so they've got all of this amazing Christmas decorations out. And I'm like, no, nope, I think I'm gonna keep mine simple. So and then we got the Christmas tree. There where I live in the woodlands, it's they these neighborhoods have competitions mm. uh of who can have the best Christmas lights. Well, we went to a house the other night that you literally can it's in the middle of this neighborhood and you can walk through their yard like they've created a christmas walkthrough a walk lighting through. experience and there's a santa in there there's a place for making roasting marshmallows and these people just shutter their house like all the sh- blinds are closed they've got tarps on the inside of their window so you can't see in their kitchen window oh and these people gosh. are like in their home living while they're just strangers parked and walking through their yard and wow. lights everywhere it's like clark griswold and it, <laughs> boom it's just there it is little lights aren't twinkling clark wow. you know and it's bam and they've got all their little signs of every year they win <laughs> That's funny. This is a lot to go through. It's a lot of pressure every year. Well, I mean, I feel like if you're their neighbors, you just stop trying. Yeah. Right. But let me tell you, if I were their neighbor, just on the principle of the thing, I would whip their ass (laughs) next year. Like it would be a blanket of, I would have a snow machine and I just crank that thing up and it'd be snowing at my house. Like the lights, it would be a wonderland. I'm telling you, I'd spend $100,000 on the power bill. Just to... They'd have to push that nuclear... (laughs) Put the power back up, you know? Uh, I guarantee you, I would do it. Just just to prove the point. I'm just not a fan of things that create more work for me just for like a (laughs) small amount of time, right? Like, why am I going to go above and beyond to to decorate? My Christmas trees will still be up in April. (laughs) Well, I also can't have that. I'm going to put lights in my tent. Yeah. Yeah. That whole thing. But a little you could I bet this would fit in your tent. That would work good. They're not they think they're getting that tree back. They're not getting that tree back. <laughs> they're not getting my garden ridge tree. Or um or Glenbeck's ball. I'm taking Glenbeck's one ball. <laughs> Sounds funny. Put that on a t shirt. Yeah. And and use Chad twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa boy howdy. No, I I don't know, man. Um Look, it's, it's, uh, mm. I'm going to see my mother. I'm going to see Good. my mother. Good. And get on an airplane. I'm going to see my mother and go to spend some time with her and some, some friends there that I went to high school with. I'm going to visit with them a little bit and I'm not going to tell you where cause people will show up mm-hmm. and it's not about you. <laughs> <laughs> no, like literally people will show up. They really will. <laughs> um, we've had, I could, I've told you some interesting stories here recently of, yeah. you know, but I enjoy people. I like it. You're like, I have fun everywhere I go and I enjoy people. And uh, there's just a lot of weirdos and crazies out there, but we're not worried about them. I mean, I'm a little worried about them. Are you? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. You got some real weirdos. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you get multiple death threats, 
yeah a day so let's talk about that for just a second because you know that dude that that elon fired who was in charge of like health and safety Mm -hmm. on twitter and he was and so that he said that now he was getting threats all because of elon musk bro i don't want to hear shit from you dude like i get threats all the time Mm -hmm. and you know what it's on your platform you're supposed to be in charge of health and safety right and so trust and safety the fact that you weren't doing your job yeah well and i mean also i never see the receipts from them to back up that they're that their safety is threatened right yeah from a source right you know that one one source reports it's like no you never you never state who the source is and where it's coming from and let's see some screenshots you post screenshots Mm -hmm. of your threats every now and then i'll throw them up on instagram Mm -hmm. because i find them funny i find what i respond with to be funny when i do respond it You, you know, are you have quite like, the like one-liners. Here's, here's, let me let me read this one to you right here. I got a minute, so this is this is over. I've got a wonderful fan on Facebook because trust me, if you're sending me messages, you're a fan. <laughs> um, and uh, here's here he is, here he is. Um, you're without a doubt the biggest loser. We all laugh at your stupidity and your anti-abortion stance, considering how many abortions Trump paid for, LOL. You're a racist redneck whose fan base is primarily in Texas, the redneck state of illiteracy, and redneck truck-driving bigots who drive their big trucks to make up for their small genitalia. Remember Trump said he loves the poorly educated? That's an insult to you, but you're too ignorant to see it. Um, You'll still kiss his huge ass. Hope Santa brings you some Rogaine. Ew. And... uh, Anyway, he said, when he said, we all laugh, I said, there's no we all in your life. <laughs> no kidding. No one likes you or loves you. And that includes your mother, who probably dead because she's a fat fuck and was disappointed that she had you. <laughs> you literally gave your mother a heart attack. And uh, I sleep so good at night knowing that you're miserable. <sighs> and he says, typical racist pig, you're a effing what? loser. There is a we. I'm sending everyone your page to laugh at your hillbilly stupidity. Your mama should have swallowed. LOL. Keep up your lunacy, you loser. We laugh at you and your daughter. Uh, better yet, mama should have taken it up. The mm, You'd never been born, you useless twat waffle. So I love this guy so much. He's all day, every day. And like about once a week, I'll give him a fun response like that just so he can play with it i just can you ever imagine being in a position in life where you have the time to spend and you want to spend it just badgering complete strangers on twitter i know i I just don't get the kind of mindset you have to be in to find that a productive use of your time but like this he goes on and on and on and i can't show you some of the pictures he sends but he's obsessed with uh trump and me they always are yeah Everything relates back to Trump for them. And listen, bro, I don't need Rogaine. And while hair loss can be tough, you see it in your pictures, your barber points it out, you find yourself constantly wearing baseball caps or cowboy hats. What are you going to do about it? Well, don't cut it off. Don't shave it off. Save it with Keeps. See, we don't need that stuff. We got Keeps. Keeps. Keeps is clinically proven, FDA-approved hair loss treatments available online, whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take better care of the hair you have. Your Keeps medical provider will help you find the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. It's easy. No waiting rooms or pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy. Half the cost. And if you have questions, you can message your Keeps provider 24-7. If you're ready to take action, join thousands of guys who have saved their hair with Keeps. Visit Keeps.com slash loss for 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S. Keeps.com slash loss. Go there today. We'll be right back. 
Now, I, I know that, you know, if you look at the year in review, Sarah, mm-hmm. uh, we talked a lot about what has happened in terms of the trans community, a lot of what's happened in the children being, you know, the drag shows with the family, quote, family friendly, children being dragged to drag shows. Um, we've talked a lot about the indoctrination of kids in our public education system and things like that. You have done a lot about it and uh, protectourkidstx.com. Defend, defend, defend our kids. kids not, defend what I say, protect, kids. TX. Defend kids. TX. TX.com. Should have named it the other thing, but the uh, defendkidstx.com. And the Texas Tribune had a great picture of you. I loved it. With, I mean, I don't think they meant for it to be. No, they meant for flattering. it to be an insult because they, you've got Antifa holding pride flags mm-hmm. up. Uh, and they're masked and all that stuff. And what they don't show is the AR 15s they're hiding behind the pride flags. Right. But it's, you know, and there's Sarah with a beautiful profile holding the little megaphone right there up in their faces up in their faces and they shot that deal and they were trying to make it like it's an insult but if you really unpack that picture yeah i felt good about it here's a lone woman standing there speaking against these armed thugs for lack of better terms armed with ar-15s and they're not going to deter me at all from the goal right and so there you go and uh that was a great picture thank you it was a great picture. did you put that on social Media? No, I guess I need to. Yeah, I think you should. Okay. I think you I should. Will. But you sent me a screenshot of it last week. Uh, you said, thanks, Texas Tribune, for taking this picture. Yeah. It's a great shot. Thank it's you. It's a great shot. But, it, you know, if you go back to the year in review and, and people say, and I know there's people in the comments who say, well, y'all, y'all talk about this too much. Yeah, and we're not going to stop because this is a problem. We're here to protect kids. That's one of the things we're going to do. We're going to protect kids. When we see it, we're going to call it out and we're going to make people aware of it. You know, at the end of the day, the thing that I try to do on this show is, what I try to do on this show is I try to give you a certain way of thinking about things. I try to, if I can twist a phrase that makes it useful in your mind to think about something differently, or to even arm you and equip you with an argument or some logic that kind of helps you approach a subject, because these topics come up in conversation, and it's good to be able to stand your ground in that way. Um, and so, you know, I hope that I'm able to do that. So now, the uh, play, I want you to play a clip for me, Mark. It's the, uh, that pediatric doctor. Play that clip for me. The big thing is here that infertility concerns with um, starting gender affirming hormone therapy. So for kids who go on a blocker at Tanner stage two, and then they add in gender affirming hormone therapy, um, there isn't a lot of research about this (laughs) out there, but what we do know is these kids probably will be infertile. Um, So it's really crucial to have multiple conversations with the family about that and to talk about options around that to talk about different ways people can have kids um aside from biological kids all right Uh, so again you start doing this and it's uh, we've talked about how it's irreversible but there's a pediatric doctor saying look one there's no studies on any of this but the solid chance is you're going to be infertile. You're never having children. What's mind-blowing to me is that she makes that conclusion and then her solution for that is, well, I mean, we still are going to make them infertile. We just need to figure out other ways that they can have kids, like adoption. It's like, yeah. wait, hold on. Yeah. I came to a completely separate conclusion, which was perhaps we shouldn't be doing this to as many people. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't do it at all. <laughs> like, maybe we should stop doing this to people. Yeah, I... Uh... I want you to skip the next one there where, where the guy gets confronted. I want you to go to the next clip, Mark, where he's bragging about it. 
I had like our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. Meet Joe Bruno, Dean of Students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago, which happens to charge $40,000 per student. Well, they're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them. They're like, how do you, how does this butt plug work? How do we do, like, how does this work? Yeah. Uh, bragging about it. I, yeah, how do you look? I mean, you can look at that guy and realize like he is. With his painted fingernails. You, I mean, and but his whole face is lopsided somehow. He's got a, <laughs> a pedophile mustache going on. Yeah. I don't know how you look at that guy and go, yeah, this is who we're letting around kids. Mama just killed a man. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That is, look at his, his whole, why is his, e- yeah, one his, ear is so much ear, lower down than the other. Is, he looks like he got hit in the head with a baseball bat The on side of his side. face is melting off. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, he really is. Uh, that is, that should have been the red flag for the school. All right. Now skip the next clip, Mark, and go down to the stuffed animal one. Play that. If any of you teachers are using the program ST Math this year, you might know their mascot, Gigi. As an incentive, my school has this little GG stuffed animal, and any grade that has the most ST math lessons passed gets to have GG and Hoster for the week. My class got the opportunity to have GG, and that was really exciting. But there was a learning moment. Students asked me, "Is GG a she or is it a oh, he?" Gosh. And I said, "I don't know." One of the students said, "Well, maybe they're non-binary." And I had a student say, "Well, let's just look between GG's legs." And I said, well, we don't know a person's gender by looking between their legs. And then my student was like, oh, yeah, that's right. So we decided to call Gigi they, them. Oh, it's moments like these that remind me why I got into teaching. These small moments can make such a big difference to kids' lives. So we went from the dean of students to this person who, which I'm willing to bet $1,000. No kid said any of those things about Gigi. No. All right. This is the teacher making this stuff up in order to create a narrative. Um, you know, this is not about listening to a student and their wishes. No, this is this is indoctrination, mm-hmm. and you're normalizing this. This is you're you're having this conversation in order to make this sound normal, like kids are having these conversations. I promise you, kids are not having these conversations. I know a lot of kids. <laughs> I know a lot of kids, and I have known a lot of kids. Kids aren't they're not walking around. You know, usually they're fighting with their siblings over who's going to get the 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 PlayStation controller. They're they're not arguing over whether or not Gigi has genitalia. No, you know. Um, does bring me up to a funny story, but I'll have to tell you in a break Uh-oh. about a Barbie doll we found. Okay, at the lake house. Anyway, um, <laughs> funny. Anyway, uh, so I want you to uh, go to the next clip, Mark, and play that one. Hey, Miss Reed back here, Texas teacher, with tip number two for creating safe and welcoming places for your LGBTQIA plus students. Remember that yesterday we talked about having uh, the incorporation of a pride flag or pin or something in your classroom so that your students can see that you are supportive of their identities. Uh, Tip number two today is that you uh, may want to share your pronouns with your students. And when you do that, that opens up that line of communication to let those students who may have pronouns that are different than what is on the school roster to come to you and share their pronouns with you and share their name with you if it does not match with what is on the school roster. 
So tell me the psychology behind singling out a child and saying, okay, we're going to do these things in our classroom to make sure that you feel accepted, but all the while we're calling you out, Mm -hmm. individualizing you, separating you from the class. Rather than making you feel like part of the group, we're going to point out the fact that you are marginalized. We're going to point out the fact that you are very singular in this group. You're not a part of the community or you're very separate from the community, but we want to let you know that's okay for you to be separate. We accept you for being separate. See, that's bullshit psychology right there. That's not good for a kid. No. Let the kid. How many? How many times? I mean, there's people out there listening, watching this show. Who, who you, you were the new student, right? You were a kid. You walked in the class for the first time. You know, the teacher said, "Hey, pick that desk right there. Go sit over there." And you felt completely isolated. Mm-hmm. That's not the way you wanted to feel. Mm-hmm. You wanted to just blend in. You you didn't want to be called on. You didn't want to be looked at. The whole school, you know, the whole class is staring at you as you walk because you're the new kid. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be isolated like that. You don't want to be exposed like that. So this psychology is doing damage mm-hmm. to people. I, and listen, are there kids who wrestle with homosexuality? Yes, of course there are. I mean, I'm not naive, but to start singular, singling people out. I went to school with people. We were, we were pretty sure they were gay, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and you know what? Now that we're adults and we're still friends on Facebook, I still know they're gay because you know what? They are. And we knew they were gay in high school. We knew they were gay, you know? We knew that they were that way. We didn't single them out mm-hmm. and be like, hey, you know what? You, would it make you feel better if I put on a pride pin? I, so you said explain to me the psychology. I would also say explain to me the psychology of a grown adult who is obsessed with talking to young children about sexuality. About their sexuality. Um, red flags? Yeah. Like, I, it's like... You need a couch and a therapist because the idea that you just want to talk to children so much about their sexuality is pretty wild. It boggles my mind we're in a place where that's just normalized and appropriate. I want to talk about what, how a child's sexual behavior is going to be, how right. his sexual acts are going to be. Who are they attracted to? Who, Who are, are they, they going to have to? sex yeah, with? Yeah, like my teachers, they, they, didn't, they didn't come in and say, so Chad, who are you dating? Right. Right. Who's your girlfriend now? Who are you, whose notes, who are you, whose locker are you sliding notes into between classes? Mm-hmm. My, my p- teachers didn't do that, no. right? That, that's not, you know, whenever, whenever you, you would occasionally see, you know, two 16-year-olds in the hallway having an argument with each other, you know, you looked at that and you're like, hey, not the time or place, right? right. Teachers would come and say, hey. Right. It separate that. Yeah. These days, it's like you're, you're pushing these people together. Mm-hmm. Listen, let me tell you, I've seen parents do this. I've seen grandparents do this who start normalizing these young relationships and stuff like that. And I promise you, it doesn't lead to anything but heartache later on. Yep. Why are you playing? Because, again, to an extreme, even dating at teenagers, teenagers, some people don't like me saying this, but I don't care. It's true. It's just a trial marriage. You know, it's a practice divorce. Yep. Yep. You practice, it's a practice, it's a practice breakup. Because yep. you, because you. Very few of you are still with the person you dated in high school, mm-hmm. right? But you pretended to be married all through high school. You pretended you were going together, and then you broke up. So you went ahead and practiced divorce mm-hmm. when you were a kid. And now we're pushing everything, not on the homo, heterosexual stuff, we're pushing the homosexual stuff on this, which is a lifestyle that ultimately does lead to even more emotional trauma mm-hmm. and more promiscuity and more practice partners mm-hmm. and you can't listen i don't care what you say that is a fact yep. statistically so you know in, in a homosexual lifestyle but again 
I got friends right now to this day. We didn't single them out right. and isolate them. Right. You talk about inclusion and acceptance, but yet you're singling them out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you've heard me talk about iTarget Pro. I hope you got iTarget Pro, but I'll take you to the next level. Uh, there's a new product. You got to get it. It's a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun around the holidays. You can have some uh, competitive shooter practice timing drills. You know how you seem to do it out on the range. You can do it at home now anytime you want. You don't have to spend any money on ammo. They got the new iTarget Cube, and it's fully compatible with your existing gear and laser bullet. You can even upgrade to the three-pack and uh, compete with friends, practice the clearing drills, use random mode, which tests your ability to react, and it'll time every shot you take. So get 10% off plus free shipping with offer code CHAD. I spell it Chad. When you go to itargetpro.com, itarget's going to come in most calibers from 9mm to 223, and that's pretty much every firearm you own. This is the easiest and most cost effective way to train and pays for itself as soon as you buy it and try it. That's the letter I, targetpro.com. Itargetpro.com. Use offer code CHAD. Be right back. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. The conversations that go on off air. Yeah. Uh, utility companies, uh, thank God for, you know, I, I always talk about our, our men and women of military, our veterans, and, you know, try to every time from the stage talk about them and our law enforcement and our firefighters and, you know, those, the first responders. And, and I always try to throw in like our linemen. The men and women that get power back on. Like we experienced that this week with the tornado that came through, the power's off. You know, somewhere out there, somebody's getting cold and wet to get this, you know, risking their lives in a lot of ways to to get the power back on and make sure that stuff is restored. And, uh, you know, I have my beef every now and then with utility companies, whether they're water or power or whatever. And uh, I think. The biggest beef I've had with them, though, has been, you know, bill didn't get processed right or there was a late fee or some kind of thing that they overlooked and right. or, the you know, something happened. Like administrative. Administrative yeah. stuff. I've never worried about them being racist, though. OK. And <laughs> really? apparently that's a thing now. Yeah. Utility companies. Stop. Are racist. Play the clip. OK, so I'm at my patient house and mind you, I've been to a lot of, you know, white, you know, people's has to take care of them, right? And every time I check their mail, and you know, they open their bills, like their utility bill payments or house payments or whatever, it's always very, very cheap. Like their power bill will be like 30 to $200. And all the rest of their utilities would be even like cheap, like cheaper and stuff. But this what gets me. They stay in these big mansion houses. They always have their lights on. Their power bill is cheap. Like every utility bill is cheap. And I'm like, I stay in a little ass two bedroom apartment and my utilities are like almost up to $500 every month, literally. I'm like, It's like I don't want to pull the race car, but I just noticed, I have been noticing this pattern with every, like, white person house that I didn't came to. Like, their bills are, like, cheaper. Did she say that white people's bills, power bills, are, like, $30 to $200? Yeah. 
boy, where is that $30 power bill? I'd love to um, see it. Well, I, I will tell you that if you will use promo code CHAD, uh, or I think it's Watch Chad. I think it's Watch Chad. If you use Watch Chad at energyogre.com and you live in Texas and you're in a... It's so good. And you don't have a cop... Uh, a co-op it'll cut your power bill in half it really does we i mean i've it. been pushing inter- most everybody i know is on energy ogre now energy ogre which by the way is i've been with them for years and pushed them for years but use watch chad and they won't even let you sign up if they can't save you but um believe it or not they're not racist either and uh, prove it energyogre.com you black folks go out there use energyogre.com <laughs> if you live in houston sign up with energyogre.com use watch chad I promise you, they'll save you sixty percent on your power bill. It, it really is incredible. It's amazing what they now. Do. They'll, now you'll like. I have no idea who my who my company you, is right now. You, they'll change every they change couple it, months. All, yeah, all the time. But I'm like, who cares? You're still getting the yeah. same damn power, and you're yeah. saving money on your bill. But it's funny to me. Like, first of all, I didn't catch why she said she was seeing all these white people's bills. I didn't either. How does she know who, what white people's power bills are? And if you're living in a little two bedroom apartment, you got a five hundred dollar power bill. Shut the door, right? Because that, like, when you shut the door, I, I don't know. You yeah, got a problem. Like user Close error. the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might want to buy one of them nests. <laughs> <laughs> Put that on the thing and, and let something else regulate your power because you're not doing a good job of it. That's for sure. Um, wow. Well, it's a lot easier to blame racism. Well, it is. It's. It's. I don't. She said she didn't want to pull the race card though. <laughs> That's true. She did say that. She didn't want to pull the race card, but I'm good. I don't want to pull the race card, but I did it anyway. Uh, I just don't understand how these white people do it so cheap. And they live in these big old mansions. Um, and listen, I'll tell you, my uh, my power bill, I have one, two, three, four bedrooms. And um, I, I don't, gosh, I think my power bill was 200 maybe. Yeah. This last deal. See, I don't have energy over at the current place because I just moved. So it's, yeah, oh. it's like, it, but it'll, that'll knock down. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't. Yeah. We have my last house, similar square My last footage, house, I, I never paid more than like 90 bucks yeah. for a power bill. But it's probably racism. <laughs> well, you, know? you are a white man, so yeah. I would expect Well, when you else. sign up with energyogre.com, you don't have to check a box for your race. <laughs> they, don't, they won't ask, you know? <laughs> they, I promise you they won't ask. And the ogre is green. So he's already a, oh. a, a person of color. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're good with good people. But if you're in San Antonio or Lubbock or something like that, you're in a co-op. You can't do it. Mm. Dallas, Fort Worth, you could do it. I I tell people all the time, do it. It's great. And I make I make twenty uh, percent. So every time some house signs up and it's a ten dollars a month to sign up, I get two of those dollars. <laughs> Pretty good deal. Wow. Pretty good deal. Uh, but they're a fantastic company. That's yeah, they been, really are. I've been pushing them for years. Yeah. Use that promo code watch Chad. Uh, and uh, let's let's play one more clip. This will be the final video of the year. Wow, that's the there's fin- a lot of pressure. Are you sure you're picking clip. the right one? Well, this is this is the one I want I want you guys, this final just mark of stupidity in our world. Oh gosh. Uh, this is what the White House has to say about critiquing Anthony Fauci. Play it. These attacks, these personal attacks uh, that we have been seeing are dangerous uh, uh, on Dr. Fauci and other public health professionals as well. Uh, are, they are disgusting and they are divorced from, uh, from reality. And uh, we will continue to call that out and be very clear uh, about that. Again, these are incredibly dangerous, these personal attacks that we are seeing. Head over to Real Women's Club and uh, buy your prosecute Fauci. <laughs> 
I am so tired of them using speech like that. Yeah. I mean, they are saying what? Yeah. If Dr. Fauci's a liar. Dr. Fauci's responsible for a lot of deaths. It, that's dangerous that's now? That's dangerous. How is that dangerous? Sticks and stones or words can indeed break bones. <laughs> We've learned it from, verified it from multiple sources now that words can break bones. As we now know. Sheila Jackson Lee. <laughs> as we now know. Words can break bones. So Anthony Fauci, he's, uh, he's in a dangerous place. Which again, I you know, forget... Brett Kavanaugh and the people outside of his house or, you know, uh, the shots fired through the window of the, uh, you know, uh, whatever that guy was running in New York. And then uh, Lee Zeldin, who was attacked with a, you know, blade while he was giving a speech running for governor in New York and uh, them going to Tucker Carlson's house while his wife was there hiding in the pantry and then banging on the door there. Yeah, we don't talk about stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but to call out Anthony Fauci. You know, somebody said they were talking about Elton John, who said he was leaving Twitter. Bye. So a dude whose real name is Reginald has spent his entire life calling himself Elton, who has played dress up wearing clown shoes and Donald Duck outfits and sings about going out into space and yellow brick roads is leaving Twitter for misinformation. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody said, yeah, but did he lie to you? Yes, his whole everything's a lie. It's all freaking lie. Elton. Hercules John. Oh my god! Yeah, he left Twitter. I said he was. Oh, he he did leave Twitter. They always say that. They, and they say that, and then they don't do it, and then they, they just tweet it. about it. Yep. I know. I, I love that they use it as like some sort of a threat. Like, oh no, don't you're like, not not going to leave Twitter. I've never seen an Elton John tweet. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like your tweet, your Twitter is irrelevant. Tell to me. me what Elton John has tweeted that provokes me to thought. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Uh, well, the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden. Yeah, probably so. More wasteful government spending, probably. Higher taxes. How will you protect your hard-earned savings from the reinvigorated left? Well, the answer is gold. Gold is the world's oldest, most proven form of currency. It's there for you when inflation soars, when other assets go sideways. And that's why Birch Gold is so thrilled to introduce a new product that reimagines gold as currency, the gold back. I love this. This month, you'll get a free gold back for every $5,000 purchased when you convert an existing IRA or 401k into precious metals IRA with Birch Gold by December 22nd. Birch Gold will help you own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered account. Text CHAD, I spell it CHAD. To 989898 to claim your free info on gold. Then talk to one of their uh, precious metal specialists. Plus, with every purchase you make before December 22nd, you'll get a free gold back. This is a great stocking stuffer just in time for Christmas. Once again, text Chad to 989898 to protect your savings with gold today. We'll be right back. Oh, boy, oh, boy. My buddy Cooper Wade, God bless him. The other day, he broke the internet by saying that uh, women don't really want Rip Wheeler, you know, from Yellowstone. Yeah. And just talking about how the toxic toxicity of the relationship wouldn't re- work in the real world. And Oh, women honey, don't, women do want Rip women, Wheeler. Women don't want a man like that that's that strong. Oh, I that's beg an, to differ. That's an interesting dynamic. Like, I understand the toxicity of both characters, Beth Dutton mm-hmm. and Rip Wheeler, right? Mm-hmm. 
And it, I, I love the way they portray the understanding of each other, mm-hmm. right? Like, she's going to do whatever she wants to do, and he's going to let her do it. And then after she gets herself in trouble, he saves her, but then jumps her ass for why she right. did it. Right. But he kind of lets her make her own mistakes. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, it's an interesting dynamic to watch that show and the psychological breakdown of it. And, yeah, so I see what he was saying. But, you know, I love that he and love Cooper, but don't mansplain what a woman wants. (laughs) He was just just talking about how, you know, women get a guy like that and they want to beat him down into basically into submission. So he'll be what she wants him to be. That's just not then then that's the wrong woman. I have waded into some treacherous waters on social media in years past. I've never touched that one. So I, I it would never like I I posted yesterday on Facebook. I said I my new prayer is for God to give me the balls the size of Cooper Wade's for telling women on Facebook that they do not want Rip Wheeler. Yeah. So yeah. And I don't look, I mean, women should not be acting like that towards their men, beating them into submission, of course. Like, that's yeah. wrong, too. But not all women are like that, either. No, of course not. Of course not. But There's uh, some of us he, who he talking, Which, again, 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 I haven't talked to him about this, so I don't know. But uh, I oftentimes post things, even on Facebook, that I don't necessarily believe everything that I'm saying just to stir people up. Oh, I know you do. So that definitely Troll. stirred him up. Uh, yeah, sure did. Yeah. Imag- I can imagine why. They were, yeah. They were they were breaking the internet. Right, but for the record, I mean, you know, Rip, if you are a real, if you are a real person, call me. Call at you, boy. <laughs> yeah, I uh, it's it, I, I like that show though. You know, sometimes it gets a little far fetched off the thing. I think that show kind of went off the rails a little bit by making John Dutton governor. I do think that there, and I don't, I won't give any spoilers for people who are behind, but I do think that there are a lot of episodes this particular season that are just kind of fillers. Like you're yeah. like, why? What? Yeah. Why, why, why did, did that, I just watch this? Why that did that nothing side happened. plot need to be? Yeah. Like done. nothing. I feel like nothing happened. I just wasted my time. Huh? I don't think so. No. no, it's, it's a weekly. No, they're up to episode five now. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> it, but I, you know, every TV Sunday. show, I feel like when it goes far enough into ha- that many seasons, yeah. has and then some eventually you got to jump like, the shark, right? Yeah. Right. And the Tulsa King show, which is another Taylor Sheridan show, mm-hmm. this this is the one with Sylvester Stallone. I'm watching it. The problem I have with it is not the plot; it's the fact that they call the thing Tulsa King and they base it in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it is absolutely nothing like Tulsa. Oh, like like you leave the airport and they show this big long prairie of nothingness, and that's just not the way yeah. it is. Yeah. I mean, Tulsa's a nice city. I mean, it's got, like every city, it's got its squirrely shit, but Tulsa's a nice city. And, and like, he's staying at the Mayo Hotel, which I love the rooftop bar at the Mayo. That's, I love going to that place. That's a nice hotel. People think, like, oh, it's just some out in the, and Tulsa, Taylor Sheridan knows better than to make that thing yeah. the way that he made it. Um, did you see 1883? Oh, yeah. That's, that was good. Of course it was. Absolutely. And I'm looking forward to the uh, the new one, too. What is it? 1923. Yeah, they, it's... Uh, with Harrison Ford. Enough with the numbers. Yeah. What's well, the year <laughs> too many, that they're dealing with it? There's well, too many it, numbers. Originally, it was going to be like 1932. Yeah. And now it's 1923. Or I may have that all screwed up, but well, they changed it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It. That's why you don't name your series they, or movie they numbers. They changed it because it's the year. They want to talk about the Dutton family dealing with the Depression. And now yeah. I think they backed it up where the years leading up to the Depression or whatever. I and uh, yeah. I found it fascinating that they film a lot of 
all of that on Taylor Sheridan's ranch over in what is it outside? Of, oh, <clears throat> excuse me, Weatherford. Yeah, they've just got this massive land. Yeah, yeah. Guy's done well for himself. He's, he's done very well for himself. He's a very talented dude. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he's. I like these shows. They're pretty good. So he's got several coming out. I mean, I think there's like not just the prequels to the Yellowstone thing, but he's got some other stuff. I think he's another two or three series that are coming out that are completely different topics too. Wow. So busy man. Yeah. He's doing, doing well. And he's, you know, he's stated, you can't keep up this, this fervor of workload forever, but mm-hmm. what right now, while you can do it. So, well, it's no handmaid's tale, but yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's why we watch it. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. I like it. And, um, I think it's pretty good, but yeah. anyway, so Coop, God bless you, buddy. If I don't see you again uh, after pissing off that many women. <laughs> You'll never find where the body is buried. That's how women do it. <laughs> and we learned how to hide bodies because we watched Breaking Bad. Yeah. Right? There so, yeah. Which, which, in my opinion, is still the all-time greatest series ever. It is. Breaking Bad. Breaking mm-hmm. Bad. What about Sons of Anarchy? Uh, Sons no. of Anarchy is, is I lost good. It. But it lost me. Yeah. It lost me season three. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It, it just went too far. I, again, I, I went, and that was, again, Taylor Sheridan was in that. He was the cop in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, he was the douchebag cop. But, yeah, I, like Breaking Bad was the one show that kept me the entire time. And I even tried to watch Better Call Saul. I couldn't do it. I couldn't either. A couple no, episodes, I couldn't, couldn't do it. I, so Breaking Bad would be, like, I try to think of, was there a season where I was like, eh, and I can't think of one. No, they took that uh-huh. show somewhere. It went. It actually went somewhere, mm-hmm. and and like every season, I was like, "Yep, there it is." And they had the at the very beginning of the season, they showed the se- whatever scene it was that you would be seeing later in the yeah. season at the end, um, yeah. and you try to like piece together what the hell that was even about. Yeah. Gosh, now I want to go back and rewatch it. I know it's great, and you know the guy that played uh, Gomi. We did some. Com- he's a comedian. We did some. You know, we, we really? did some shows together. Yeah, he's. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, dude's funny comedian too. Huh. But uh, anyway, no spoilers. Uh, it's too bad Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul are horrible leftists. They all are. Yeah. Even Dean Norris that bad. played, yeah, the brother-in-law. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. They all are. Hollywood. What are you going to do? Know. What are you going to do? Disappointing. What are you going to do? But I tell you, man, that's I'm I'm probably going to I'm going to I don't ever watch TV, but this Taylor Sheridan guy, <laughs> he's a friend. I I he's uh <laughs> he's uh kind of sucked me back in. Yeah. I I watch those Us shows. Too. Us too. Yeah, and I thought that Tulsa King was going to lose me too because it was too far fetched for how they were portraying Tulsa. But now I'm just watching it for the story. You looked past it. Yeah. Anyway, hang tight. Be right back. Mark, Chris, thank you for a great year. And uh, blessings to you guys. Merry Christmas. Sarah, thank you for uh, making my life complete in so many ways. I love you. I love you. And uh, most importantly, thank you guys, the folks who are watching the show, the folks who listen, continue to support and subscribe to Blaze TV and are leaving the comments and all of the good ratings and reviews. I appreciate you. You uh, you help keep me relevant around here, and I like <laughs> being relevant. So uh, thank you for that. I, I pray every one of you have a safe and blessed Christmas. And uh, around here we say Merry Christmas, and I hope you have a great one. And not only that, I hope you have a Merry Christmas, M-A-R-Y Christmas, a Merry Christmas, one that is filled with Jesus. And uh, you know what? I uh, I appreciate you so much, and I'm so thankful for everything that you've done. 
to just support us. And you don't have to, but you continue to do it consistently. We love you for that. So God bless you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Bye.